Hello from the Global Legal Blockchain Consortium Annual Meeting at National Harbor, Maryland. I'm Pearson Greider. I'm David Berger. I'm Elizabeth White. I am Edgar Rajabli. And we're on the road with the Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here. Today, we're talking about blockchain in the legal industry. Can you tell us about yourselves, your organization, and what initiated your interests with blockchain? Sure. So I'm the CEO of the White Company, and the White Company is using blockchain technology to connect the world of global payments, uh, financial transactions, and allowing consumers and businesses to pay anyone, anywhere, at any time, in seconds, with no fees. How we actually learned about the Global Legal Blockchain is through the Global Legal Hackathon in New York um, when we were invited guests to their um, gala dinner. At this point, we started talking to a lot of the people from Integra Ledger, including David Berger, about our project. At this time, um, we just started talking about the need for a stable coin, which is the base of a lot of our products that we have at the White Company. David um, Berger and the team at Integra, I think, was very excited because now we are working with David as an advisor on a lot of our projects. So we have a lot of close ties with Integra and the Global Legal Blockchain directly. That's wonderful. Uh, At the Global Legal Blockchain Consortium annual meeting, there were several demonstrations and presentations of blockchain technologies. Can you describe what your presentation was about? Our presentation was about the four real-world solutions we provide. So we provide a stable coin that is uh, white standard. We have that 100% backed by either USD, GBP, or Euro, which is third-party audited for trust and transparency, and it's built on the Stellar Protocol for scalability. With the success of WSD, which is the white standard dollar, we found the need to create the white standard euro and white standard pound for our UK and European clients. Actually, being at the Global Legal Blockchain, we spoke to a couple of companies that are very interested in what we're doing, and we're looking to work with them and create a stable um, Australian dollar coin for them for digital escrows in the legal field. Um, We also spoke about a cryptocurrency payment solution, which enables customers and merchants to accept cryptocurrency payments worldwide. We also spoke on how we started in the cryptocurrency space is because we launched a luxury marketplace and concierge for crypto holders to spend their wealth because a year and a half ago, there was actually nowhere for people to spend their new wealth. We have clients from the age of 16 to mid 40s that have earned a lot of wealth in the cryptocurrency space and they had nowhere to spend it. Some people even had more wealth in the crypto space than they did in their real-world bank accounts. So at the time when we started our um, marketplace, a lot of people were looking for ways to actually spend their money as exchanges were very limiting, cumbersome. And even to this day, as a customer of something like one of the largest exchanges, Coinbase, you're very limited to how much you're actually allowed to pull out in fiat, which might be $500. In our luxury marketplace, from my background, we actually offer high-end automobiles, our trips and travel. So if you're looking at 
buying a Lamborghini and you only have $500 redemption on uh, an exchange like Coinbase, you'd be sitting there for over a year trying to get your money out to actually make your purchase. Wonderful. What, what type of feedback have you received? Well, I think it's all been pretty positive. A lot of our clients refer many of um, their friends to us, and we've actually converted in less than a year over $100 million U.S. dollars in cryptocurrency to real-world goods. Also, since launching WSD uh, and the wallet system we have called White Wallet online two months ago in June, we've had a lot of great feedback from the Stellar community, as well as the cryptocurrency community in general. And we have transacted in over $3 million worth of stablecoin redemption, which is really great, just showing the need to have a stable backing that is 100% backed by the collateral um, that we are saying it is, where if you look at the cryptocurrency community now, there's a lot of people that say they're stable coins, but their price isn't actually backed by anything. So we prove to people every day that if you have a dollar in a white standard dollar stable coin, you can get a dollar into your bank account. So Pearson, this is where you see the intersection between what White is doing and uh, some of the other POCs and doing an Integra Inc's primary project, uh, the Integra Ledger of a blockchain for law is that Elizabeth is doing daily verification of the U.S. dollar or the uh, or the euro or et cetera, that every white uh, standard coin is backed by the equivalent in the fiat. They're able to then make a single call over to the Integra ledger and log the verification. So Integra ledger is being used as a universal blockchain verification system. Got it. With being involved in the cryptocurrency space, is there any myths that you would want to dispel? I think that people think that cryptocurrency is still what they were thinking and seeing it was from years ago. There were a lot of bad actors and a lot of things that were questionable happening in the space. People were using it for transactions that might not have been legal. People are actually investing um, money to do legal activities in blockchain. I want people to understand that being on the blockchain, everything is publicly verifiable by ledger. So it is actually easier to track than it is money laundering cases. And we have actually proven that with um, one of our attorneys, Cobra and Kim in New York City, who was easily and quickly able to trace our stolen funds when we had funds stolen from an exchange to a wallet in Bittrex. And we were actually the first plaintiff to receive stolen cryptocurrency back to a personal user. So when people are hearing about all these exchanges getting hacked or people sending money that they don't know where it's coming from or scams, you can actually trace that. And with the new technology and people getting more familiar with blockchain, it's making it possible that you can actually find and see exactly where stolen funds go compared to using banks, bank wires, and the traditional method of money laundering. Within your industry, what type of future do you see with with blockchain? I think there's a lot of applications on blockchain that are really great for the future. Um, We are really focused on payments, payment facilitation, ease and speed of facilitating payments. 
So I think that the future of what we want to do is create a way to send digital dollars to digital pounds to digital euros so um or digital australian dollars so with our cryptocurrency merchant processor and merchants being able to accept cryptocurrency they'll be able to have settlement in less than 24 hours so it's it's just as good as a credit card but without the actual fees because cryptocurrency transactions on our merchant processor are less than 1%, where a lot of merchants are used to two and a half, three, three and a half percent if they're a regular merchant or up to seven to 11% if they're a high risk merchant. So we're actually saving money for the merchants and allowing them to keep a lot more of their funds to put back into their businesses. So Edgar, how does the white company integrate well with the, the legal field? So being at the uh, Global Legal Blockchain Conference, we were able to speak to many legal services providers, especially the ones that are working on digital or smart contracts. Uh, For those of you that are not familiar with it, a digital or smart contract is a computerized way of putting in place all the provisions of a traditional legal contract so that it can be executed efficiently and automatically when certain conditions are met. A good example for would be a property transfer contract where the contract would be written and once payment is made into the contract per the stipulations, the contract would then automatically execute a function that would make the appropriate changes and records to the property records. So it's a very efficient system for the future of the legal field to simplify and make efficient a lot of the typical and usual legal transactions that take place. So there's obviously a lot of work and interest in making smart contracts. We at the White Company look at this as a huge potential for collaboration because one thing that smart contracts need is smart money. And that is effectively what White Standard US, White Standard Euro, and White Standard British Pound are. Because they're digital smart currencies, they can directly incorporate into a smart contract so that that portion of the payment can automatically be recorded as having taken place. And then the next part of the contract, whether it be a transfer property or something else, can automatically execute. The reason why that's so critical is in today's world, the escrow abilities don't match up very well with these smart digital contracts because an escrow still requires someone to actually pay money from their bank, you know, going in person, sending in a wire transfer to the escrow company. And then someone at the escrow company is sitting there waiting for the money to be received. Then they'll confirm it to the contract participants and then they'll release it to the other person. By using the system of smart contract digital escrow, all someone has to do is digitally send white standard from their accounts into the smart contract, which takes all of three seconds. And that payment is now part of the contract. It can't be reversed. It can't be changed. And then the rest of the smart contract can proceed. So we see a huge future and really a huge potential with smart legal contracts and smart money like white standard. And we're actively working with many of the companies that presented at the Global Legal Blockchain Consortium to implement this into their solutions. 
So going off of that, what type of role or what do you want to see the white company getting out of participating in the Global Legal Blockchain Consortium? I think the opportunity for us is to continue making the connections with service providers and uh, legal firms in the field, both as providing the white standard solution to them, but also on our end, we have a lot of clients that want to use white standard. And obviously, they're interested also in incorporating into contracts that they may have in a variety of different enterprises. So we actually also want to introduce the legal service providers from the Global Legal Blockchain Consortium to our clients and other business partners to help implement the smart contract, digital contract solutions. That sounds wonderful. So David, how do you think other organizations that are not your traditional uh, legal industry organizations, such as law firms, um, what, what do you think their role is within the, the GLBC? Well, what you have to remember is that almost every business transaction has a legal context to it. Um, so pretty much every major corporation has a, a large legal department. Every time a contract is executed, every time you go into a store and buy something, uh, there's often an agreement that most people ignore, but uh, there, there's legal agreements going on for almost any transaction. Uh, so we see financial transactions as something that is prevalent in every, uh, in every legal transaction. One thing that Elizabeth uh, alluded to before was we need to somewhat get away from the kind of old uh, thought that Bitcoin equals blockchain equals drug smuggling. And interestingly enough, white companies really straddled the gap where they're using blockchain not to hide the transactions. It's completely the opposite. They're trying to use the immutability uh, and the speed of the blockchain to make things as transparent uh, and as proof against uh, against fraud as you can possibly be. So it's it's kind of the anti-Bitcoin, and th- this sort of thing carries on to uh, to really all areas, whether uh, whether it's security, whether it's uh, sending emails, whether uh, pretty much every aspect of modern web commerce has some sort of legal consequence and aspect to it. And with that, David, when it comes to blockchain, uh, what type of solution do you think it provides? Well, Integra initially was looking into kind of a a large range of solutions. And most people think about blockchain and law dealing with the smart contracts that Edgar had been uh, alluding to the importance of. But what we discovered is that there was a need to focus on the foundational underpinnings to create some really basic utilities that any software system would be able to tap into. So our focus has really been working on common, a common ID system as our first foundational service, the ability of doing proof of existence of, uh, of digital assets. Uh, so this is largely right now uh, proving that uh, the PDF or Microsoft Word representation of data or a contract exists by placing a fingerprint or a hash of it on the blockchain. And the third foundational service is dealing with public-private keys, which underpin 
most of blockchain encryption technology. And we found by really focusing on those simple utilities, you would be able to integrate and bring blockchain to a much wider range and have a simple ramp up before you get to the more exotic uses of blockchain. Well, thank you, David. I think that's all the time we have. Before we close out today, I have one last question for you. If our listeners would like to follow up, how can they reach you? If you would like to get in contact with us, you can find us at www.thewhitecompanyus.com or you can learn more about our wallet and purchase our stable coins at www.thewallet.com. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us today. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you hear today, please rate us in Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.